If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Sven FL. What's up, y'all? I'm Jonathan Rollins. And I'm Skip Misara. Yes, and we're two Americans living in Sweden talking about football, American football. Yes. Um, Important name, clarify. Yeah, yeah, because I don't want, <laughs> I don't want no problems. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to uh, discuss what's uh, going on. The world is watching our country right now. And uh, for me, it sucks to watch it from here because I wish I could be over there personally. I right. could be... Uh, letting my voice be heard as well, but I feel I've been trying to get my voice out here, and it's made me feel better about it. Which actually was something I wanted to mention because I I saw you on um, what was the name of that show, the SVT show on Sunday? Uh, agenda. Uh, yeah, Agenda, and I also listened to the P3 morning. Oh, uh, the morning show, Mortal interview. Yeah. Very cool, very moving, uh, very um, yeah, just kind of shattered to see. Um. Yeah, moved to tears at the moment of seeing the yeah. the was really very touching. I thought you did a great job. Oh, thanks, man. It was very cool. Uh, I I I feel I'm glad that uh that I was invited to partake in the discussion. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad that I'm an American that could formulate my thoughts in a way that people could consume it and understand better. Right. Because um, I don't know. It, could, it would suck if they grabbed the wrong American and says some. Stuff like maybe feels the way that I do and can't get it across. So I'm glad it was me that could actually formulate my stuff. And, yeah, you know. I thought about that because uh, I was like, I, I I would be uncomfortable to be the like if there's someone had reached out to me like, yeah. oh, what do you think? I'd be like, eh. <laughs> I because yeah. I my 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 reaction w- when these kind of things happen not not just with the racial uh, injustice thing, but I also felt the same way about the Me Too movement. I I feel like as a white person there's a moment that you need to realize like it's it's time for you to listen yeah exactly. you know what i mean exactly. like yeah, like yeah. because you kind of run the risk of of dominating the conversation uh well said. which is why you're not going to see any of you're not going to see me posting anything on facebook right now because i just feel like I, i'm not that i'm criticizing anyone who's doing that but it just feel like for me personally it just feels like it's it's not it just doesn't feel like that's what I should be doing right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think the work is done uh, behind the scenes anyway. Yeah. So, like, that's such a, something as small as calling somebody out. Yeah. Something as big as donating money or uh, protesting. Sure. You know, all of that stuff helps. But uh, don't do nothing. That's what I, what I tell everybody. Don't, <clears throat> I mean, do. Not, yeah. not uh, so much as put on what people say, but it's about the action. Yeah, of course. Don't don't do nothing. But I, yeah. for me, I feel like there's like a real danger of like overdoing it as well yeah. because then you kind of wind space, up yeah. you wind up just sort of taking over the conversation. <laughs> that know? made me think about something. This guy uh, in uh, in Georgia, your uh, state. Uh, Did you uh, see this geez, guy? It looks kind of like you. I don't know. <laughs> That's this dude. It's, it's it? never. Whenever I, we have this running joke in my house that whenever the newscaster says in Georgia today, Oof. it's like oh fuck, uh, it's never t- good news. Hey man, you're talking to somebody from Florida. <laughs> Florida man. Exactly. <laughs> Go ahead. What was it? What, uh, there was it? this dude, this white guy who was like tr- almost rallying the troops type of thing. Like He was just like, listen, man, we all need to love each other. We all need to stick together. You know, this un- injustice is going on. And everybody's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, it's just so messed up, man. It's so messed up. You know, we got to do it. Everybody's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, there's niggers in every color. Oh, <laughs> there's white niggers. Are you there's serious? Black- and everybody's like, whoa. Wait. <laughs> Oh Where did this happen? And on the street, he's on the street. And oh man, like I a, didn't see it's this. It's almost like a, it looks like it's in the middle of a parade or something. Like, a, I mean, it looks. You know what I mean? People are oh, kind of standing on the side, 
and they're giving this guy a platform to speak to everybody, and this is what he chooses to say. I and really, it just real, it just went out of out of hand. Nobody attacked him or anything. They were just like, whoa, 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 whoa relax. I really, really wish I could say I was surprised, but coming from Georgia, I'm not. But here's the thing, and uh, here's the thing about that. I don't think that dude. I think he might be. Maybe needs sensitivity training or something. Sure. But he's not the problem. No. You know what I mean? Like, the word is very charged, but the word doesn't equal that you're racist. Right. When you use it. So, yeah. I look at it like that. I didn't. Th- I thought it was just fun. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I thought it was funny that this guy's up there and everybody's like, yeah, yeah. And then, like, the comedy part of me enjoyed, the comedian in me enjoys how it all just flipped on everybody. They're like, whoa. And then uh, I think everybody else felt the same way. Like, they knew that this is just some southern dude that um, got a little carried away. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, but I'm not encouraging anybody to go out using the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> so, because <laughs> you never know who's gonna get mad about it. Yeah. But we've uh, we're oh by the way we're at AMK AMK Studios AMK in Swedish. Uh, I want to throw that out there too because they're <clears throat> kind enough to let us record here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we we've been talking about it so much in Swedish media here. So anybody who's not living in Sweden, understand that um, uh, we're watching from over here and and affected. Like there was a big demonstration yesterday. Yeah, and and you know, just to be clear for those of you who who may not understand why, you know, two guys who were supposed to be sitting in front of microphones talking about the NFL, like why are they talking about these protests? Uh-huh. In, in, in my opinion, I feel like um, you know the NFL has a very obvious kind of um, seat at the table when yes. it comes to this conversation, um, due to the fact that you know we're we're in a situation now where where the Colin Kaepernick Yep. Thing that happened in 2016 is really kind of coming around full circle. Yes. Um, yes. And I don't know, for for people who don't know, maybe you want to explain, like, what, what how did that whole thing start for Kaepernick? Uh, Colin Kaepernick, uh, well, here's the actual, I, I, I read, a, I read a, a player's, in the play, I think it was in Players' Tribune, which is like a, a platform for, like, athletes. To speak and uh, maybe sit with a journalist and organize their thoughts type of thing. Yeah. And uh, somebody was talking, I think his name is Jared Odrick. Okay. used to play for the Dolphins, and I've always been a fan of his because of that. But then he moved on to Jacksonville Jaguars, and then he wrote a piece for Players' Tribune. So check that out. Uh, and he um, he talked about how the Kaepernick thing started. Mm. They had like a chat group with a bunch of NFL players, black. Uh, for the most part, there were some white guys in there too, but people that wanted change, these people kept dying. I remember it was like kind of back to back, all of this stuff. Since Ferguson, there's been so much focus on uh, police brutality. No, it was crazy. It was almost like uh. as ubiquitous as school shootings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because yeah. we had that string of that last yeah. year. Uh, and it was kind of like that. Like, it just keeps happening, keeps happening. And the players were like, we got a platform. Let's, what, we got, let's do something. Hmm. And Jared Odrick said that everybody had different ideas and it was like too many people involved. So Colin Kaepernick left the group, as far as I remember. I could be remembering mm-hmm. this wrong. Mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick basically said, I got this. I never heard that part of the And story. went That's on his own and because uh, everybody's just arguing in this group of players. So a lot of players wanted to do something. Mm. Uh, and then Kaepernick sat down during the national anthem. Right. Didn't say a word, just a during, silent. During uh, preseason, right? Yeah. He and just, it, he did it, for the, like the first time he did it, Nobody, Nobody even noticed. noticed. Yeah, and he never said why until he was. Well, he never. He didn't like do it and then say, "I'm sitting here because of this." Right. He was just asked by somebody, "Hey, man, uh, we noticed you. You sat on. Hmm. Why did you do that?" And then he spoke. Um, and he's <laughs> he's not a trained speaker. Right. I can say that. So, uh, but he spoke passionately about America's injustices hmm. and that he was basically like tired. Like he wasn't ready to speak, but he was like tired of seeing black people get killed in this country and he didn't want to stand for a national anthem in a country where black people are where there's so much oppression going on. <clears throat> and uh and people were like, whoa. Right. And then uh, a soldier reached out to him and said, Sitting is kind of disrespectful. Right. I don't want to your message to be distracted by you sitting. because uh, a lot of people take that because he was kinda casually sitting. Right. Uh, and he said, what should I do? Kaepernick responded to the soldier, and the soldier's like, I think kneeling is appropriate. Mm. It's, it's it's showing that you care about the troops, and it's showing 
you know, it's a silent and uh, respectful protest. Right. He changed to kneeling. Everybody lost their shit. And then he wasn't renewed his contract. Well, it was contract season anyway. He wasn't renewed. And then he just uh, never got, he got blackballed by the league. Right. And he's won a lawsuit against the league since that. Him and Eric Reed were teammates. They were the first two to kneel. And both of them won a lawsuit against the NFL since. So Right. And uh, a lot of shit's happened since then, but Kaepernick is always the public persona that's attached to protesting police brutality because he did it on a public, very public place and lost his job basically because of it. And afterwards gave a million dollars yeah. to social injustice, $100,000 over 10, 10 months mm-hmm. to uh, uh, different organizations and stuff. Right. He's still doing the work. Yeah. So it's just like, you can't think this dude was just mad because he was a backup quarterback. <laughs> no. Uh, um, I, I, so that's I, the whole thing. Yeah, that's the Kaepernick thing. Uh, <clears throat> and now, of course, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm really curious to know how you feel about the NFL's response. Fuck them. To, that's you, how I feel. Yeah. I, I, I I'm would, sorry, that's I, not very nuanced. No, but I'm, <laughs> I, I agree with you. Because it's um, it's bullshit. I mean, their reaction to everything that's happened since Kaepernick seems so. It, it's almost like everything they've done has been in an in an effort to sort of sweep that situation under the rug yeah, yeah. and never admit that they made a mistake. Yeah, it seems. Yeah, it's almost like it's a bunch of billionaires that are out of touch with everyday struggles. It's almost. Wait a minute. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not it almost like that. <laughs> it's exactly it that. It is that. <laughs> yeah. So it's like they're out of touch and uh, <clears throat> they just want to just keep making money and they don't want any negative publicity. But um, they could even say something like, we, we, we won't have the national anthem before the games anymore. You know what it made me think of was um, something that you said last week, because I think maybe we talked about this a little bit last week. Um, and you brought up an interesting point about the fact that the league is, cons- you know, consistently trying to make sure that they're always doing things on their terms. Yeah. Right? So when kneeling was perceived as uh, disrespectful, it, it, they run Kaepernick out of the league, and then they start hustling to try to figure out what to do. And, yeah. and then they start coming with all these arbitrary ideas, like, okay, well, if it's okay with the owner of your team, like, maybe you could kneel once— and yeah. you could kneel with the owner. Or go away in the locker room or to you could, Yeah, exactly. And that was the other... Compro- no, how protest like, works. Exactly. And it was like... It, it, and then when it comes to, you know, when it comes to the situation where we are now, uh, where, you know, there's people riding in the streets and, and there's a certain segment of the American community that wants to complain, like, oh, this is not the right way. Like, yeah. you're, you know, again, it comes into this this argument of, like, we want you to do it on our terms. And yeah. it's like, yeah, but... You, you want peaceful protest, but... W- he tried that. Tried that already. And you got annoyed. Yeah. You got annoyed. You said, don't tread on my flag. It has not, it had nothing to do with the flag. No. And he went out of his way to be respectful to troops. And I haven't met... Well, I'm sure there's some out there, but I'm a, I'm a former troop. Sure. And all of my troop friends are like, it's great that he's... You know, well, this is what we fight for. <laughs> this is what we're told that we fight for. Yeah. So it's just like, if the troops aren't mad, how are you mad? Well, I, I blame that one on the politicians, really. Of I, course. Specifically Trump. I mean, he, he Trump oh. is the one who kind of lit this shit bomb. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, 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 you know, it didn't have to turn into this until no. he decided to make it part of his Make America Great Again yeah. bullshit. And called them sons platform. of bitches and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah, man. So uh, it's it's tough, the whole thing. Um I'm hoping that George Floyd, uh, I hope his uh, his death sparks real change. What uh, would for, you, I'm curious, what what would you, in light of the fact that the NFL statement is total bullshit, which mm-hmm. I totally agree, Yeah. what would you actually, like, What in your mind, like, what would you actually like to see them do? Uh, I saw an article about bringing in Kaepernick. I don't think that's the only thing, but that it would be symbolic. I think they right. could publicly apologize. Yeah. They could admit that they were looking at things the wrong way and that, uh, you know, that they, we, we, we handled this improperly and we want to make right because now we understand. That would go so far. I agree with everything you just said. <laughs> it, would go so, it would go so far if you just 
I mean, it helps every. Uh, I don't know. What team do you think Kaepernick should play for? There's a few he could play for. Jacksonville being one. Yeah. With the minority, on the only one with the owner who looks like Kaepernick a bit. You know what I'm saying? That's Brown. It's not like they have a good quarterback. No, they got the beard, the the stash. Yeah, he's got a great Minchu. mustache. Yeah, but Kaepernick's got a great hairdo as well. Yeah. I mean, if we're talking style points here, yeah, style points. Know, I'll take the afro over the mustache. Any <laughs> he day. could play for Chicago. Don't mention Nick Foles, man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fucking mention Nick Foles. It's, it, I think he's uh, the last I saw him. He tore my Dolphins up. We won, right? But he single handedly. I say I can't name anybody on that team that almost beat us. Yeah, and we're trying to make a playoff run, and uh, I think it was when we did go to playoffs, and it was just it went to the last play. Yeah, uh, he was just he was still really good. And it was because the it was that season where he was kneeling, and it's like he had sixteen touchdowns, four interceptions that year. I think a, what would be really year. cool again, this is this is my this is the symbolic, and I agree with you. I think it would be symbolically really important as well as the the the. Apology and all that other stuff that you said, I think would be great. But I think to take the symbolism even one step further, and I know you hate this team, but how cool it would be if Colin Kaepernick winds up on the Patriots. Yeah, that would be cool. Just because I feel like yeah. that was another thing. One of the things that really struck me that you said in some of the interviews that I heard earlier this week is something that I rant about frequently with my friends is this idea that, you know, you have one side of the country which has kind of you know, claimed ownership over this idea of what it means to be a patriot. Yeah. And so that true. fucking drives me crazy. Yeah. Um, or what uh, real America is. Yeah. <laughs> so that's so counterproductive, that statement. And there was a great, one of the greatest comments that I've seen, I've, I have to admit, I have never, I haven't listened to a single piece of music ever created by this dude, Killer Mike. Yeah. Never heard his music before. Yeah. The yeah. only way I know him is because... You know, activist. he's an activist. He was yeah. a Bernie supporter, and that yeah. was kind of how he landed on my radar. Yeah. And I started seeing him on different interview shows, and I really liked him. And that's great stuff. Yeah. And he has been such a great champion in this moment of turmoil that that the country's going through right now. And I've yeah. seen him in a couple of like so much so that the Atlanta police actually had him come in and speak. And he's um, from Atlanta. Exactly, he's from Stone Mountain. Oh, okay. Uh, Stone Mountain, where they have this giant granite mountain where they have Confederate uh, generals okay. carved into the side of the mountain, kind of like Mount Rushmore. Yeah. And, you know, Killer Mike is obviously like, I'd like to go up there and chip all those motherfuckers' faces right yeah, off yeah, that yeah. mountain. Yeah, he probably says it just like uh, that. <laughs> but, um, but he said something, uh, I guess, today or yesterday mm. in response to, and I guess this is maybe this is a good way to get into the whole Drew Brees okay. thing. <clears throat> Um, Drew Brees, quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. Your rival? Yeah. Always had a lot of respect for Drew Brees. Mm -hmm. I, I have a hard time yeah, hating yeah. the Saints for several reasons. One, because I just absolutely love the city of New Orleans of course. as a place. Yes. Um, and the team itself, like, you know, you couldn't help but get sucked into their Super Bowl run after the Hurricane Katrina. Yeah situation and it, it was just easily you wanted them to win like you yeah. you just did and he's so good Drew Brees it's a good Super Bowl too it was a good Super Bowl that being said Drew Brees doesn't seem to understand still what the kneeling is nah. really about he still thinks it's about the flag he still thinks it's disrespectful to kneel um yeah and um, he's just repeating talking points. He's basically repeating the talking points, and this is—it was like dropping a bomb yesterday. Yeah. Uh, and there's been a huge reaction around. So the how NFL. do you not know? Still, I'm sorry, I keep cutting you off. I'm no, just no, like, no, no, yeah. no. I. It, but it's just shocking to me how 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 insensitive his statements were. Tone deaf. Um. And um, the part of his statement that I found the most interesting, actually, was actually kind of basically what we were talking about earlier. Uh, this idea that um, that there's like kind of a right way to do this, yeah, right. And he was just saying yeah. he was basically trying to argue that this taking a knee thing is that's not the right way, but at the same time you're saying that protesting is not the right way. So yeah. it's like okay, Drew, what, and all that, yeah. what's the right way? Yeah, you tell me how. Tell we us. should Tell me how you'd like to receive the message. Yeah, well, his teammates <laughs> are basically telling him to go fuck himself. Yes, or yeah. actually, except for Michael Thomas, specifically, they're saying shut the fuck up. Yeah, I think was what uh. What, what many of them were saying. Really? His own teammates? Oh. Current teammates? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Um, I didn't know this. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. Uh, what's his name? Michael Jenkins. Okay. Michael Jenkins. Michael what he, Jenkins. What position does he play? I think he's a linebacker, actually. Okay, defensive player. Yeah, he he posted a video, you know, explaining why he thought Drew Brees' comments were were insensitive and why they were wrong, and um, uh, yeah, and he said, you know, I have a lot of respect for you. And, and head. <laughs> he did. He actually did say that. He did use the past tense. He wow. did say head. You're absolutely correct. He said had. Here's a little context on that. Uh, <laughs> Drew Brees is known as a quote-unquote leader of men. Sure. Like, how many times do they show before a broadcast, a Saints game, Drew Brees hyping up the team? Mm. And then he he does a thing that he learned from uh, the Navy SEALs or some some military uh, forces. Mm. Uh, he learned. He does this little chant, like, and everybody's like, huh, huh, huh. Right. "Look that up on on YouTube, or yeah. we could we could post it on our thing." I keep saying I do it, and I never do it. Yeah. But uh, Spin NFL Pod on uh, <laughs> well, on I, Instagram. I, in all fairness, I never offer to do it either. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he does this thing where he hypes the whole team up. Everybody's rallied around him, and uh, it makes you think that somebody like that, like a part of leadership, is knowing your people and how to get. Uh, there and being empathetic towards their needs, but then to say something like this shows that you don't like your most of your locker room. How many of the Saints are black? You know, it's like, do you even consider these people's feelings on the subject? And if if so, either you don't give a fuck about it, or you know what I mean. It's one or the other. Yeah. Either you don't give a fuck about it, or you're just missing that part of leadership. Totally. So. Yeah, but um, so yeah, there's been a lot of responses to it. But in my opinion, this this whole idea of patriotism and whatnot, I, I thought Killer Mike kind of crushed it. Okay. Um, very interesting way of thinking about it. I'm just going to read the quote. Okay. Yeah. Directly, Go he said, it. "I'm not going to be so burdened with the religion that has become American nationalism that I forget the flag represents the United States Constitution." And the United States Constitution was written by a bunch of people who chose to protest violently in order to have a flag. Wow. They chose to rebel against a monarchy in yep. order to stop being subjects of that monarchy. So what you interpret as disrespect is probably the most patriotic thing happening today. Damn! Oh, only Killer Mike, man. Killer Mike is my new hero. Yeah, right. He's been my. Have you, he's got a show on Netflix. <laughs> Y'all should check that out, man. I fuck. Uh, have you seen the show? No, no. He tries it, to break down why trade school, uh, like being creative with education, like trade school is more important than college. Like uh -huh. learning a trade is more important. And then he uh, he teaches people through, uh, like uh, instead of having some boring course, yeah, it's a porn. It's a porno. Uh huh. So you sit down and you watch <laughs> some somebody teaching you how to fix a sink. Yeah. But it's a porno. They they have sex too. <laughs> That's one of his episodes. Okay. I think you want to check. It's on Netflix. I forget what it's you called. You sold me on the on the Killer Mike show. Uh, I forget. What, I I can't remember what it's called. But uh, uh, he's, like I said, he's one of those guys that when I first heard him speak, I was like, yeah, I like this guy. Yeah. But now I can say it's like a full-on man crush. I fucking love Killer Mike right yeah, now. I have to. Should man, he says some good, and he doesn't only go. He goes at black people too. Yeah, just uh, he's he's like you got to get your shit together as well. He says you know, yeah, I like Killer Mike a lot. Check him out, man. Yeah, Killer Mike is is my new hero. Uh, what else? What was should we should we talk about some 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 more specific football stuff? Should we? Yeah, we, trigger warning. <laughs> It's called Trigger Warning, the Killer Mice. So check that out, guys. Trigger Warning, okay. Yeah. All right, sounds good. What else is on the docket? Uh, well, um, well, this, yeah, I guess we could talk about the um, top five players. Yeah. Paid NFL players top in the five. world. It's interesting. Where is that <laughs> fucking list? Yeah. I, I got the top one. So, so Forbes <laughs> released um, their uh, highest paid athletes in the world list. Let's make a. Let me say something real quick yeah, before yeah. you continue. That this is horrible timing to <laughs> to release. Yeah, a top paid athletes while people are out of work and the highest unemployment ever in America. Hey, here's some rich people. Check that out. Yeah, well, it's not like. <laughs> yeah, it's not like Forbes gives a shit about poor people. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so it's not like I'm surprised. Is there a good time to release that list? Good point. <laughs> good point. Maybe that's yeah. what they would say. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it! I'm I'm using the language of the oppressor. <laughs> <laughs> Did it again. Who's uh, top five? Two, top five. Uh, well, we just talked about one of them. Number five is actually Drew Brees. 
yeah. we'll see how long that continues. <laughs> um, Have the Saints made a, Saints made a statement? I don't think so. Okay. Maybe. You know what's kind of interesting about this is that, you know, we were talking about symbolism. We're talking about Drew Brees. Also talking about Colin Kaepernick, you know, I feel like at this moment, the moment that he drops that statement, you now have the Mm. yin and the yang to this whole issue built into these two symbolic figures. It'd be very interesting to see how that drama plays out. Um, That's true. And their backup is Jameis Winston. Well, I heard there were a bunch of Saints fans protesting yesterday, basically just saying Jameis Winston is our new quarterback. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, fuck Drew See Brees. how long they like that shit. <laughs> he, yeah. He'll bring you back around. Because, be, I mean, you know, again, you kind of have to couch this whole thing within the, uh, the very true comment that Drew Brees is definitely one of the best ever yeah. ever, and is going to go to the Hall of Fame regardless yeah. of how this thing goes. Yeah, that's plays right. And out. he should. Yeah. He should. But we still know that yeah. he uh, he's a repeating uh, talking points of racist. Hopefully, he can, some of his teammates can help him see the light, you know? Yeah, we'll as see. they, uh, we, I was talking earlier with a friend and uh, said that they're going to change it from O line to U line because they're going to be all the blacks on the front of his line are going to be ushers. He's going to be Just, <laughs> go get him. Go he's going to be so <laughs> yeah. He's going to have to correct that shit before the season starts. Yeah. And you know, it's just so much. They talk about Kaepernick bringing negative attention because of the kneeling. Mm. Imagine what the, what their practices are going to be like if they ever have open practices and whatnot. And also, just, the other thing that bothers me is that I actually saw this right before I came to the studio today. You know, being from the South, I have a lot of, uh, you know, Trump supporting mm-hmm. friends and family member back home. Uh, and some of those people are already y- y- posting things about Drew Brees kind of, you know, supporting him, you know, basically turning oh, him yeah. into their yeah. their white knight, so to speak. Yeah. You know what I mean? These I wonder are people, how he feels about that. <clears throat> but nah. then again, there's pictures of him nestling, nestling up with uh, Trump and uh, Melania. Yeah, I think he's going to be fine with it. it but he's, I think he's, it's going to be harder for him moving forward. I mean, yeah. he's not going to be able to squirm out of this. No. So, um, oh, well. Anyway. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. And the words of Dave Chappelle, because fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. <laughs> exactly. So he's number five for uh-huh. now. Uh, Tom Brady is number four. I'm surprised at that. I'm wondering if it's salary or if it's... Uh, is it only sports money? That's what I'm wondering, but who knows. But he's number four in this list. Yeah. Uh, it's understandable. Yeah. Number three. Now is when we're getting into real just ridiculous, dumb, dumb territory. Number three is Jared Goff. Yeah. Quarterback for the uh, L.A. Rams. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, not much to say about that except for undeserved. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was supposed to be the truth, but I knew better. Well, so you have to understand that these, you know, these contracts, they're all about timing. Yeah, exactly. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, what was it? Two years ago, the Rams seemed unbeatable. Yeah. Well, you got uh, two legends they, on the until list. Until they scored, what, three points in the Super Bowl? Yeah. And they scored three points <laughs> yeah. in the Super Bowl? Yeah, they seemed pretty fucking beatable that night. But you got the list. We got two legends. Oh, we'll continue. Say that in yeah. the next two. Uh, number two on the list, Carson Wentz. Yes. Also undeserved, I yeah. would say. Yeah. That's another timing thing. Yeah. And uh, and number one is... <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't say it. Just say uh, it. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> But he signed that crazy deal, and he got it. He made a big step for the NFL. Think about that, because he got a a, a guaranteed contract. It's not, it's oh not. wow! You know what? I just clicked on Kirk Cousins' photo on this thing, mm-hmm. and it kind of breaks it down for you, just in two metrics, really. Um, yeah, he he has he's sixty point five million dollars in earnings. Uh, <laughs> he has a fifty eight million dollar contract, and he has two point five million in endorsements. <laughs> Kind of interesting. Yeah, very interesting. The thing with the uh, but Kirk- Brady has higher endorsements. Wouldn't you imagine? I bet. Yes. Uh, that's the thing about uh, Kirk Cousins is uh, he got the guaranteed contract, and then he just got it's his second. He's on his second contract. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, Wentz and all of these guys they came in at the same time. Walt Golf and Wentz came in the same year. <laughs> right. So, so uh, it'll all change. It'll be changed the next time Mahomes. Lamar Jackson and uh, and uh, Deshaun Watson when they're they're gonna be the next crop. Who else came in that year? They're gonna be the next crop to have these crazy contracts. I would certainly hope so. 
Uh, I mean, they certainly deserve them more. Yeah, I would say than than those top three anyway. I mean, Breeze, yeah. Breeze, and Brady, regardless of how you feel about them on a personal level, have proven like how good they are. Yeah, right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and it makes sense that uh that they're up there though. That I makes, also want to say sense. honorable mention number six on the on the list as far as NFL players is my man Julio Jones. That's great. It's crazy that it's a wide receiver. I love it. Yeah, it makes sense. I would think like maybe. Oh, look, Michael Thomas is close too. Yeah, he's one that uh, he's one that spoke out in support of uh, Drew Brees. He, uh, yeah, I think their contracts came quite close to one. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I remember Michael Thomas got his contract, and Julio was still waiting for his. And I remember that was all oh, the chatter at the time. Right. It was like, oh, they're going to have to pay Julio more than they pay Michael Thomas, or else he's going to walk. And remember, uh, I, I remember reading about that at the time. It's interesting, man. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be the first one at contract season to sign because you know everybody else is going to beat yours. Yeah, I think that's why Mahomes is kind <laughs> yeah. of cool with waiting. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Also, I, I, we didn't, I'm not really prepared to talk about this because they just started writing about it. But, you know, the how is the, the COVID potential loss of revenue and all that kind of stuff? I mean, they're already talking about the idea that the, the league is going to start asking the Players Association to sort of share the, the burden. Mm-hmm. Of that loss, so you, you, this is—I mean—the salary cap is probably going to plummet. Oh yeah, yeah, um, that's going to happen. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. So, man, so it's not a good time. Yeah, I wonder, to be, we should. Do, I got to dig in more too. I'm not that familiar with salary. We cap could get talk. into that next time, yeah, maybe. We could study it up, because yeah. that's a real—that's a real meal. That that story. It just kind of came out yesterday or the day before. I think it was the first time I saw it. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, uh, one other disgusting part of the Drew Brees thing was him mentioning Martin Luther King and the the MLK way of. Uh... I'm so glad you brought this up <laughs> because this is this is one of the things that I wanted to talk about today. Um, I'm so fucking it, being someone who um, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, mm-hmm. so I grew up with and Mar- Martin Luther King is is, yeah. is also from Atlanta, Georgia, so. I, his his legacy looms large in my life, and I would like to say that it, there's probably a few. I, I always have throughout my life been quite grateful that I managed to survive the South without being a racist. Okay, because there's so many white people yeah, that easy I, to fall into. Yeah. It's very easy to fall into, and I there's a lot of reasons for why I think that that didn't happen, that I didn't become that kind of person. Uh, but I think one of the big ones is probably the Martin Luther King legacy. Okay. Um, you you grow up learning about it in school. Um, you 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 grow up reading books about it. Uh, it's just everywhere, and yeah. it's kind of hard to it's hard to escape. Um, and I, I have to say, he's absolutely both both uh, my two greatest heroes when I was a young boy. My first real heroes that I looked up to were Martin Luther King and Hank Aaron. <laughs> you're gonna say white shoes johnson no 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 <laughs> hank aaron came before yeah, yeah. uh and then learning the hank aaron story later was even also kind of you know quite yeah. moving as well like yeah. like all of the you know hate mail that he got as he was coming close to breaking the home the babe roof the oh. home run record and and all that stuff and growing up in that kind of environment and having those two figures to kind of look up to had such a huge effect on me mm-hmm. So that, you know, this whole thing, I, people are posting all of these things about Martin Luther King on Facebook, you know, people who are trying to, you know, talk shit about the riots or... Steer to or, protesting. Yeah, exactly. Trying to sort of own the narrative, so to speak. Yeah, oh. uh, and the one that I saw that pissed me off the most was this thing. Um, I actually have it on my phone. I, I downloaded it because I was hoping we were going to talk about this today. Mm-hmm. It's a picture of Martin Luther King walking down the street. It says, the text says, never burned one building, never robbed one store, never destroyed one town, changed the world. Now, you and I both know what they're leaving out, Yeah, which is that every time... He was hitting the head with a brick. Every time he did this, every Uh. time he walked down the street protesting racial injustice, he was beaten, Uh. terrorized, Uh. followed by the FBI. Yeah. Uh, assassinated, imprisoned, and fucking assassinated. Yeah. So, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, it's not like he's an old man reflecting on his walks. No, 
<laughs> he was murdered. You're leaving. You're burying the lead, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're leaving out the most important part. Uh, uh, so that that I've had it with that shit. Uh, I I can't even. I'm like I'm I'm pacing around my house, like kind of ranting to my poor wife every time I see something like this, and then she has to talk me off the ledge. Swedish wife. Yeah. How does uh how does she react to this stuff? Oh, she's heartbroken by the whole thing. Um, my wife, she's, uh, she lived in the States for a bit. She did. Um, yeah. From, from the mid nineties until we moved here in like 2006. And you guys lived in New York, right? Yeah. We lived in New York and we lived in Los Angeles. Okay. So you were on both two hot zones. Sure. Stuff. And I can tell you that, um, you know, m- me being from the South, um, you know, because we got married, that's the only reason why she ever traveled to the South at all. Mm. And she was just shocked the first time we went to the South. Shocked by, um, yeah, by some of the both overt and subtle racism. Mm-hmm. Um, my father, um, may he rest in peace, mm-hmm. <laughs> was, uh, you know, he was like a typical white privileged Southern man, mm-hmm. you know, who... Um, you know, who would say things that w- he felt were not racist mm-hmm. uh, and were not overtly racist. Right, one, of his, right. one of his favorite comments was like, well, you know, I, I don't mind the Mexicans because at least they want to work. The blacks, they're just lazy. Okay. And he thought that was all good. And he just thought that was a fine thing to say. Mm. Uh, to and here of, his son is on his podcast not doing shit. I do all of the work here. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but man, that's... Uh, <laughs> Wow, so coming directly from your dad and then you being so different. Yeah. Wasn't your dad a coach? Well, no, my my father was a he well, he was a doctor, but he he was he he played football. Oh, you played, okay. He I played football. Uh but his professionally he was a doctor. Okay. Um and he said that something like that in front of your wife. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, you know, now we're getting into white privilege. I mean, feeling yeah. like you can just kind of say... Say some shit like that. You can say some shit like that without a- a- any kind of repercussions, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that stuff happens, man. And they that's do that what... about women, too, you know yeah. what I mean? He wouldn't think twice about saying something... Yeah. Well, you know, he would say things to my my wife like, well, you, you know, well, now you're young and you're beautiful, but when you get older, you know, you, you might not be so beautiful. Oh, wow. You know, so my father was a plastic surgeon, so he was the kind of guy who would, oh, shit. he would sort of carve you up while he was looking at you. He was like, oh, I could fix that thing right there. It's not yeah. a problem now, but it could be later. That would suck if I meet him and he's trying to fix my skin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest mole I've ever seen. <laughs> but he was like one of those guys who would, you know, do that, that thing that a lot of people do where they're like, well, you know, I like this black guy because he's very intelligent he's and articulate. He's one of the good ones, yeah. yeah. he's very articulate. And you don't realize, yeah. like, how, how condescending it is and to say that. And how often we hear it. Yeah. <laughs> like, somebody like myself, who education was uh, was uh, emphasized by mm. my mother. Uh, so I studied, and I wanted to be good in school, and I would win spelling bees, and I would try to, you know, be good uh, and, and show that I was uh, educated and speak properly. I would, you know, mm-hmm. focus on not using slang and, and uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, unless I'm like with my friends or something, uh, and then to be told I'm articulate, yeah. Uh, oh, wow, you're pretty but, smart. You yeah, know? no, this is. I mean, this is like what I said last week. Like, I, I feel like it's so unfair that you know, women and people of color, they're they're this unnecessary burden of. It's not good enough to be as good, yeah, as as you know, as someone else. You have to be better, and even then, yeah. it's like you have to sit there and kind of suffer this condescension of people being so shocked at how. How, how intelligent you are. Uh, I had a friend that said something that sticks. I just saw her post the, uh, the because a lot of people are doing the Blackout Tuesday. They did that. Yeah. And they posted just a all black picture on it just to show solidarity, which I thought was pretty cool. And the fact that they didn't use the Black Lives Matter hashtag. Right. Because then that could clog it up or whatever. Mm. So I thought that was a, a cool show of solidarity, not requiring too much effort. Right. Uh, uh, but my friend who did that, I remember uh, her telling stories about when she was driving around and then she realized that there weren't any white people around and her fear that she got. Right. And she would say, she said it so casually around me and I was just and I, you know, sit there like holding her son, her one, two year old, you know what I'm saying? And then she said something like that, not even realizing how offensive it is to say that right? because she was in a black neighborhood that all of a sudden she's scared. And I would be like, nobody wants to do anything to you just because 
you're white and they're black. Right. It's like you're just assuming that it's a criminal environment. <laughs> yeah. Because you're in a black neighborhood. It's just like yeah. baffling that you would even say that around me. Yeah. So what yeah, do you say weird. when I'm not here? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't mean to be ranting on here. No, nah, well, that's what we're here for. Uh, ranting. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so uh so yeah. Uh Sorry, man. Um, where else we? What else we got going on? Well, what else do we have going on? Actually, did someone? Um... Someone got an email. Yeah, we did. A shout out to J- Jesper. Did Jesper say where he was from? No, no. He just was. Uh, he likes the pod. He listens, and uh, I just think it's really fun to hear where they're from. Like I thought that thing yeah, last week about Gothenburg. the dude from Gothenburg and that Seattle connection. It made a lot of sense to me. That's yeah, man. If anybody has any more suggestions for uh, where the European region's NFL teams should go to, let us know, man. Uh, uh, it's pod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and pod with one D for Swedes out there. Uh, he wrote, love the podcast. Keep up the great work you guys do. And he wants to know, to explain divisions and how playoffs are set up. This is one of my favorite things in the world. I'm glad because I don't actually, I think you're better at this than I am. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, because they realigned the divisions uh, in my lifetime. They realigned everything. Right. Um, and now I think it makes more sense than it did. There's two conferences. as Well, you know that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Super Bowl. We'll start with the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is the AFC and the NFC's best teams right. playing against each other. The winners of these two conferences. And uh, that's because the NFL used to be the AFL and the NFL, and they ate up the AFL. Right. And they became— They were two competing leagues. Yeah, they were two competing leagues, and now they're the and they NFL. they came together. So there's a, a AFC conference, which is American Football Conference, and the NFC conference. Just take that information in and then just poop it out. It's nothing special. <laughs> it's nothing. It's not like the NBA where it's East <clears throat> and West. It's not like that. So there's two—there's an AFC and NFC. Both of those have a North, South, East, West. Mm-hmm. Okay, and each north, south, east, west has four teams. Right. So this, if you do the math, that's thirty-two total teams in the NFL. Right. I think going backwards from the Super Bowl makes sense on this. Sure. Okay. I'm with you. So uh, the north, south, east, west, those teams each on each each side puts forth one team to the playoffs. Right. So the winner, north, south, east, west. Of the division goes to the playoffs. Yeah. You win the NFC, you go to the Super Bowl. Right. You you win the entire NFC, you go to the Super Bowl. The playoffs is a six-team tournament. (laughs) (laughs) Skiff has on the NFC Championship 2016 shirt. Yeah, Yeah. that was the year that they canceled the Super Bowl. There wasn't a Super Bowl that year. (laughs) Exactly. Didn't happen. So so as as I said, there's six teams go to the playoffs. The North, and uh, I think this year they're going to try out seven, but that's a no. Don't even think about that. I didn't say it. <laughs> so, <laughs> six teams go to the playoffs, right? Right. So the winner, North, South, East, West. That means there's two teams available, each one, and that's called the wild card team. Right. So the top, it is the case that the top two teams of each division, they get a bye week. Right. Correct? They don't play the first week. They don't play of the, the first week. So, so the other two. The other two play the wild card teams. Correct. But the wild card teams, it doesn't matter what division you came in. You just have to have the next, the top two records that didn't win the division. Right. So it's based on win percentage, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Win percentage that didn't win the division. So you can have a shitty division and a shitty record right. and go to the playoffs with a worse record than a wild card team. Right. That's something that can happen, and that's like a glitch in the whole thing. Yeah, but, but, but like division, I said before, sports are unfair in the same uh, way that life, life is unfair, is unfair yeah. and that's that's yeah. that should remain that way. So the I, division I thing, because of those teams, they they know they have to win the division to automatically go to the playoffs. Right. You hate your division rivalries. <clears throat> yes. You know what I mean? So your division rivals, because those teams, when you beat them, it's like winning two games. Right. And, and you play, and them, you play twi- them twice. And you play them twice a year. a year. So those games have so much more weight. You only play sixteen games. So far, that might change as well. But it's the same. Games. It's the same logic behind, um, you know, like you know, in in European football, you know, when you when you have two teams that are close to each other in the standings, beating them is almost like you know, instead of yeah. two points, it's like getting four yeah, points exactly. in a way because you've gotten your 
I, some leagues you get three points for a win, some you get two, but whatever. Let's say it's two, you get two points for a win. Oh. You, you, they're also not getting two points. So yeah, it's exactly. Kind of, exactly. And that's yeah. how it is. You're, that's why w- beating your conference yeah. weighs more exactly. than beating your uh, the other conference. So if I'm an AFC team, if I'm the Dolphins and I beat the Falcons like we did last time we played them, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that. <laughs> but if I'm the Dolphins and I beat the Falcons, it doesn't hurt so much to lose to the Dolphins as the Falcons. Right. Because the, a tiebreaker, if you have the same record as some, as another team, is your conference record. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so. the same thing in college football, too. Um, you know, all the college teams have a conference that they play in, but yeah. but throughout the season, they play teams that are not in their conference. Yeah, exactly. So theoretically, they could go undefeated in their conference and win the conference, uh, even though they lost games, games to other yeah. teams outside of exactly. the conference. So I, I hope that explains it. Uh, should we go through what teams are in what division, or is, is that too much? Uh, I don't see why not. All right, we'll go north, south, east, west. Do you and know these off the top of your head? Yeah, man. Do you really? Yeah. I'm so impressed. Okay, north, south, east, west. Yeah. North, NFC North. You got Chicago Bears, the uh, Detroit Lions, the Minnesota Vikings, and the Green Bay Packers. Yep. AFC North, you got the Baltimore Ravens, you got the Pittsburgh Steelers, you got the uh, Cleveland Browns, and the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm-hmm. South, NFC South, you got the Falcons, Saints, uh, Panthers, Bucks, and the Bucks. Uh, AFC South, you got the Colts, which is kind of geographically fucks with your head up, but don't don't <laughs> worry about that. <laughs> you got the Colts, you got the uh, Houston Texans, you got the Jacksonville Jaguars. And there's another one, Tennessee Titans. Right. The uh, East, you got the NFC East, you got the New York Giants, Philadelphia Eagles, the Washington Redskins, and the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. Yep. That's also regionally, okay, whatever. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, AFC East, you got the Dolphins, the Bills, the uh, Pets, and the uh, New York Jets. Yeah. And then the West, NFC West, is that everything? NFC West, we got the 49ers, Rams. Uh, Seahawks, Cardinals, right, and the AFC West. You got the Chargers, Raiders, uh, Kansas City Chiefs, and there's one more. Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos. Yeah, that's all the teams. <laughs> yeah, and when you look at them, they, I mean, for the most part, they seem to make sense geographically. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And then there's teams been sold and stuff like that. So and expansion teams they bring into the league. That's a and new teams team. Teams have moved. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, it the Rams out, man. were. The Rams were in St. Louis, and then they went back. And now Raiders, they're the weird one. The Raiders were in Oakland, and then they went to L.A. Yeah, and they but went it's back still to Oakland. It's still West. And now Makes they're sense. Vegas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that's uh, that. I hope that answers this question. I hope he understands the scheduling. Oh, and another thing. Back in the day, you used to say uh, that the... Uh, you know, you lost the division, so your schedule is much easier than the other team in the division. But that's not the case anymore. There's only two games every year that the division doesn't play the same team. Okay. And that's because you play another division. Right. On the You play an NFC division. You play an AFC division. Yeah. You play your own division. Yeah. And then you play the remaining uh, in your conference. You play the remaining teams that ranked... Uh-huh. as the same as you. Got so those it. are the only two games. I hope <laughs> I didn't confuse anybody with that. But those are the only two games that are different. So right. if the Pats were number one and, uh, and the Dolphins uh, were number four mm. or the worst, which was the case, right. then the two teams that we don't play those divisions that are in our conference, yeah, I, we play four yeah. and they play one. Okay. Got it. So that's the only... So There's no excuse for... You know, your schedule is so much easier. And I think it's fair. It makes it pretty fair. Yeah. I mean, it's a little um, involved and a lot less straightforward than European football, but yeah. but it does make sense. Yeah. I think it's very fair. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. Yeah. Should we uh, move on to the to the regional, uh, the, to the assigning of NFL teams to European regions? Yeah, why you ready not? ready for that? Yeah. Uh, I think we skip Vegas as this, this week. Because I kind of don't care what Vegas says. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't usually care what Vegas says yeah, anyway. exactly. But I think it's a cool segment. But I do too. I, I'm not just, saying it should go away. but You hate I, me. I just don't miss it. Because <laughs> I'm not going to put, like I said before, you. I don't bet. And you should not be looking towards my opinion to place Oof. any bets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a good point. I'm terrible at betting. 
but yeah, what, what we did the NFC North. Yeah, we're going to do You want to go first? North. NFC North, those teams, as I just mentioned, are the Chicago Bears, the Green Bay Packers. Uh, I think I tried to go in alphabetical order with mine. So we'll do Chicago Bears, Detroit Lions, Green Bay Packers, and Minnesota Vikings. That's the order we'll do them in. Starting wanna, with the Bears. Yeah, Bears first. Bears. I think you're going to like mine. Yeah. Bears, I uh, I chose Berlin. Mm. I almost did that. Yeah? I almost did Berlin, but go ahead. Yeah. I chose Berlin. Mm-hmm. Uh, did a little research. Okay. Okay. Uh, at one point in time, I don't remember what point this is, so I, I, said, <laughs> I said I did a little research. I didn't say I did a fucking deep dive over here. Uh. Right? At one point in time, probably a long time ago, uh, one third of the residents of Chicago were of German descent. Really? Correct. According wow. to my less than deep dive. Okay. Um, but the main reason I, I, I decided quite quickly um, after I saw this quote from Mark Twain. Mm-hmm. Mark Twain, great yeah. writer, great th- wrote Huckleberry Finn. Yeah, yeah. The dude's a fucking quote machine. Just, yeah. just, just Google Mark Twain quotes yeah. and you'll be cracking up for days. He was so good. Yeah. Uh, he, one of his quotes, he called Chicago... Uh, he called Berlin the Europe of Chicago, based on the design of the city, um, wow. the energy, and the way the town was put together, and just the way the place made him feel. Somehow, Shit. something about it reminded him. So, if it's good enough for Mark Twain, it's good enough for me. <laughs> that's a great. Uh, that's a great one. Mm. Mine is Moscow. Okay. Yeah, man. It's that's a, surprising. It's a large metropolis. Got that's it. Uh, kind yeah. of an afterthought in Europe when you think of big cities in Europe. Sure. Moscow's not one of the first ones that come to mind. No. Chicago's one of the nicknames of Chicago is uh, the second city. Uh-huh. And uh, so it's kind of an afterthought behind New York and L.A. and stuff like that, but it's still a big city. Yeah. So there's that. Um, and then uh, it's home to tough and uh, loyal people. True. And uh, it's great architecture in Moscow and Chicago. And uh, some punishing winters yeah. in, uh, yeah. in both cities. Uh, Chicago is known as the Windy City as well. That's another one. So mm. I thought Moscow matched it. Yeah. Okay. I got stuck there one time on my way from L.A. to Stockholm because of one of the punishing winter days. <laughs> okay. I had to spend the night in Chicago. On my, oh, I thought on, you meant in Moscow. I was flying from L.A. to to Stockholm. I was I like, did, why did he go that way? I was, looking, uh, I was thinking I've of never, Moscow. I've never actually been to my, I've been Me to neither. several other Russian c- cities and it's, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a unique country. I'm scared to go sure. to Russia. Yeah, I, I am too. I'm, I'm probably <laughs> never going to go again. I got some Russian stories I can hit you with some other oh, time, wow. but it's, uh, it's an intense place. <laughs> nice. What'd you get for Detroit? For the Detroit Lions, I got Slovakia. Oh, okay. Okay. Slovakia. That crossed my mind too, yeah. Again, not so deep dive. Uh, I discovered that there are so many European car companies that have moved their plants to Slovakia uh, that okay. they are actually trying to lure people from other countries to come there and build cars. Uh, okay. And some of you who may may or may not know, Detroit is also known as Motor City. Yes. Uh, because that's where most of our cars were made once upon a time. I. I assume that's not true anymore, right? Yeah, I think they shut down a lot of plants and do yeah. a lot of stuff over. But whatever, it still has a reputation. Yeah, it's being... Motor City. Yeah, I went with the same theme, mm-hmm. but I chose Stuttgart, Germany. Okay, uh, because it's the home of Mercedes and Porsche. Nice, and uh, so it's the auto industry. Uh, uh, it's a big part of auto industry in Europe, and Detroit is the big home of the auto industry in America. We were thinking the same way. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Uh, uh, Green Bay Packers, what you got? Green Bay Packers, we're going to keep this one in Sweden, but specifically speaking, Hueleftio. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. okay. Green Bay Packers are in Hueleftio. Uh, it's northern Sweden, similar climate. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I thought wh- about that too, man. One of my, fa- you know, obviously cold, snowy, very working class kind mm-hmm. of area. One of my favorite things about the Packers is that 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 unknowable factor of like anybody who has to play the Packers in December you know, might have to play in the snow. (laughs) And I think that kind of gives them an interesting, theoretically it gives them an interesting advantage. You know what I mean? I think the fans would be cool with that. Uh, Obviously a lot of Swedes wound up in these kind of areas, like like Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the final reason why I chose Hueleftio is because uh, you Swedes will know that Hueleftio is in the Vestabotten region of Sweden. 
Oh, they make the cheese. And you got the Vestabotten <laughs> cheese. Can you imagine? Vestabotten cheese heads. Yes, The yes. Packers have these fans that call them the cheese heads. And they, because, che- uh, what, cheddar is big deal in Wisconsin, or che- yeah, cheese they have in the general. cheese curdles, yeah. Yeah, and so they wear these, you know, sort of yeah. triangle wedge cheese, yeah. cheese hats, and they call yeah. themselves cheese heads. It so looks I was like thinking, a big thing of prestost. Yeah, exactly. So I was thinking <laughs> you can have Vestabotten cheese heads in okay. Leftio. Damn, you're on point, man. Uh, I, I took the easy route and chose Switzerland mm-hmm. just because of the cheese and the the uh, yeah. the green, uh, the vast green plains in, in Switzerland is one thing I think about, even though they have the, the mountainous uh, areas yeah. as well. Beautiful. But uh, that's what I think about when I think of Switzerland. And to me, it seems like a perfect fit with the uh, with the cheese and the and the green. It just yeah. But uh, yeah, climate wise, it's not the same as Green Bay with the harsh right. uh, Lambo. Mm. Uh, what you got for the Vikings? Vikings, I'm keeping it in Scandinavia. I'm going yeah. Copenhagen. Okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> you know, I see I see the Vikings as like, you know, also kind of a sort of a harsh climate mm. area, but at the same time, you know, they still play under the dome, so you don't really have to put up with the elements yeah. when you, you know, they have one of those domed stadiums. Uh, and also, I think, you know, most people sort of, mist- I think sort of mistakenly kind of, just equate Sweden with the Viking culture, but it's really kind of more the southern part of Scandinavia, okay. where you I find Norway. Well, it's Norway too, but it's also you know it's really a lot like a lot of the Viking museums and the old ships and the old barrel. Like a lot of that stuff was found down in Skåne and okay. and 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 in the regions outside of Copenhagen and Denmark. Um, you know, so I, I it, yeah, Denmark has a strong Viking culture as well. Nice. Uh, I went with Scandinavia. Just in general? In general. Norway, Sweden, Finland, and Denmark. It's probably a wise decision. I mean, you really yeah. could. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I went that way. Uh, I wrote Vikings. Need I say more? That's the name of the team, the Vikings. Yeah. Uh, it's the highest density of Swedes in America. Sure. Is uh, Minnesota. And uh, they already have Skull as their war cry. Exactly. Did you know that? Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I saw it watching a preseason <clears throat> game. Everybody who wrote in to the broadcast put a uh, hashtag skull. They yeah. spell it wrong, but yeah. it's still, you know that came from Sweden. Oh, for sure. Or from, you know, and or they Scandinavia. Even have, in Minnesota, they have um, the, a lot of their towns uh, are like the same town. Like there's a Stockholm, Minnesota. Okay. I think there's I a Dalarna, Minnesota. Oh, wow. Like there's like a lot of weird, I remember reading about this. It was quite funny. And uh, I wanted to say the similar climate. Yeah, especially where they're located, uh, latitude latitudinally, and uh, Is that a word. Yeah, nice. Yeah, uh, yeah, latitudinally, and uh, similar. Latitudinally. Yeah, it's hard to say. <laughs> it is. <laughs> uh, and uh, the population mostly white people. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and the funny accents. Yeah. Because we make fun of Sweden for the hurdy dirty dirty or whatever. Yeah. And uh, and the uh, Swedes make fun of Denmark. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And yeah. so everybody and Finnish is Finnish. Yeah, so the, you got all of these funny accents. And then Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. You betcha. You betcha. Okay, okay, okay. then. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> so, uh, so that's why I would say uh, that's what I got for for the NFC North. I think uh, I don't know. I'm not judging here, but you did a really good job this time. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm not. I'm not saying you won. But yeah. I'm saying you did a really good job. I sort of nailed it with the Packers. Yeah, uh, yeah, you nailed. Cheese head, that's the button heads. Yeah, the Bears too, man. Oh, yeah, good stuff, man. Yeah. Uh, if you guys got any questions or comments, gripes, bitches, complaints, concerns, just hit us up at uh, Pod at gmail.com Let us know if you want us to talk about some NFL. And uh, shit, thanks for listening. Thanks for putting up with us, uh, airing out all of our uh, America's dirty laundry. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Uh, check out uh, We Got This. If you want to hear more about my thoughts on this uh, this uh, George Floyd murder and the, the fallout afterwards, I, I have another podcast called The Power Meeting Podcast where myself and one of my uh, co-hosts uh, talked about it, and it's in English. So hmm. um, I'd like to hear that. I, that one I didn't hear. Yeah, we, we, uh, we talked about how we feel. He's a black Swede, and I'm a black American. Hmm. We talked about it. Cool. comparison of all of that so yeah good, good, check that out if you like uh, anyway thanks everybody uh, it's been Spin Up Pot we'll see you next week later y'all peace
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 